Two Girls, One Podcast is made possible by you, the listeners. And if you love the internet as much as we love talking about it, consider supporting us on Patreon. A lot of work and time go into research, recording, editing, and distributing this show. Contributing even one or two dollars per month is huge in offsetting our production costs. If you'd like to support the show, head over to patreon.com slash 2G1P. We'll keep making the show no matter what. But your support allows us to make it even better. Thank you so much for listening. And, and enjoy, enjoy the, the show. show. We now return to Two Girls, One Podcast, produced by The Daily Dot, a true crime radio drama about the unsolved mysteries that plague a small Midwestern town. Wait, I'm being told this show is mostly about Reddit pornography. Great, that seems much more advertiser-friendly. And now here are your girls gone wild, Allison Goldberg and Jennifer Jamula. Hello, everybody. I'm Jen. I'm Allie. This is Two Girls, One Podcast. Podcast. There's yes, it is. One podcast. There's no simultaneous just, podcasting going on right now. So, Allie, let's just get... We have, we have a really exciting show today, but we do have to tell you who we are. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you so upset about this every time? I got it this week. Okay, okay so you get it, girl. we created a live stage show, which means you have to go to a theater with other humans and watch it. It's called Blogologues. In Blogologues, we take text word for word from the internet and we perform it on stage. So we'll maybe take a Reddit thread. Um, and if you think it was written by like a young pre- prepubescent boy, we will do it as two old ladies in a nursing home, something like that. So we were doing that show for years. Then we created another show called How to Break Up by Text thesis don't do it you're an asshole don't do it and we take audience members screenshots we take their phones from them and perform and analyze their screenshots on the spot and then we also created a web series called two girls one show where we started meeting the people behind the posts and going on scripted shenanigans and then from there we created two girls one podcast which is just the interviews with the people behind the posts that was a fairly succinct summary, right? That was, I Yeah, and you covered a lot in a short amount of time. Um, I want to be clear to everybody. It's just us. There's no producer for this show. There's no man joining us for oh this God, podcast. Oh, my God. That was like the cheesiest thing you've ever said in your life. <laughs> Thank fucking God there's a producer because I don't want to produce this shit. I don't either. Thanks for and editing, And I definitely Matt. don't want to market that shit. Shout out to Jeff Umbro. <laughs> hey, Jeff. Hey. So, Ali, how the fuck are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm living life. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> How's that kombucha drinking going? Are you still into that? I'm not as into kombucha right now, but that's a boring topic. Small Talk, the podcast. Um, Jen and I have nothing to say this week. It's been a pretty uneventful week. Uh, that's Nothing right. weird happened. Not one oh thing. Oh my God, no. No, something weird what? happened. I do have a story I could tell. Do you guys All right, want girl. to hear I have a story to tell. <laughs> I have a story to tell. Okay, so I went to a sex dungeon. Did I already... The... Wait, no, I knew <laughs> this. This was weeks ago. Yeah, but the listeners haven't heard about the sex dungeon, right? Matthew, you haven't heard about the sex dungeon, have you? New news. Right, so I was just thinking, thinking, well, it's not breaking, it's a little old, but you you spoiled that it was old, Jen. We could have told them that I'm I'm there right now, live on the scene of the sex dungeon. (laughs) Live in the straps, (laughs) up on the wall. I was just trying to think about it. I was like, oh, why do we have no stories to tell this week? Like, we're so boring. And then I was like, nah. Nah, it just it comes in spurts, you know. We've got the weirdness comes in spurts. <laughs> My first question: You're you're at a sex dungeon. Mm. Is it business or pleasure? 
It can be both. Like I a was there for business. Everyone else was there for pleasure. <laughs> now, just to be yeah. clear, I did not participate in the sex dungeon. And also to be clear, you all know that I would tell you if I did. Yeah, that's totally clear. I think to everyone. I would a hundred percent tell you. I'd be like, she would I tell got you. fucked at a sex dungeon. Yeah, I did not get fucked at a sex dungeon, but I did watch other people get fucked, fisted, and electrocuted. <laughs> it was a little bit horrifying, but I'm glad that I saw it because, as you may know from this podcast, I like to see all the things and meet all the different facets of humanity. It was a very fascinating experience. The funniest part of the story, I think, was that later, didn't two of the people from one of the scenes approach you? Yeah, so, okay, so there's a whole culture around sex dungeons, apparently, and I think it's very funny because they have all this terminology, and yeah, this couple was like, oh, you're new here, did you see our scene? And I was like, oh, man, that's what we call in this. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, like, if you get, like, fucked or harnessed or fisted or whatever it is, they then refer to that as their scene. So they're like, oh, did you see my scene? And there's also this mega culture of consent, which is great, but also makes it, like, weirdly asexual. Like, I've never been less aroused than when I was at the sex dungeon. <laughs> and as you guys know, I walk around in a permanent state of arousal. Yeah, but we at do the know sex that. dungeon. <laughs> That's why your hair is so curly much. like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's All just right, like, cool. oh, it used to be straight, then I hit puberty. <laughs> Actually, it's like sort of true. So. Yeah. Well there you go. Um, I have a I have a question. when you say scene, is it meant for an audience? Meaning besides you, are there other people just there to enjoy and watch? Really or good is question. it like really good question. So first of all My favorite part of the sex dungeon is before you even enter. The only thing you hear is this. Ah, ah, I mean, you just hear like a cacophony of slaps. It's like incredible. (laughs) I was with a friend. You all know this friend, actually, Matt included. And I said, you need to get out your phone and just take an audio recording because this is hilarious. Like you only hear slaps. Um, But so it's this huge dungeon. And then there's it's it's roped off around the perimeter and voyeurs are allowed to walk around the perimeter and see the different scenes going on. It was pretty. uh, Most of the scenes were like pretty violent, which was, you know, somewhat disturbing. But I also think that perhaps BDSM has more more of a voyeur element, because as we know from this podcast, like there's also lunars who have a balloon fetish which is like sort of delightful and childlike um you know like there's so many fetishes that are not violent these were but i think that i was at a bdsm night so interesting that question when you say dungeon i've always been a bit confused by that is it just called that or are there dungeon like elements you're like i've always been a bit confused because i've been hearing about dungeons for years um (laughs) no i i agree with you because you and i actually did hear about uh we know a dominatrix who had a a contracted submissive and a dungeon and we and i was like where is the does the dungeon have to be under the earth right is that the question that that is the question (laughs) right so this is not under the earth it's actually up some stairs it's like on the second floor <laughs> it's an above ground dungeon uh, i really wonder what is like underneath the dungeon and they're just like hearing this nonsense all the time yeah but is um, it in a we work <laughs> it's our dungeon it's, in a, it's, it's a wee in dungeon a i want to write a sketch that's like a dungeon um, real estate agent where it's like okay, it's a two-bedroom dungeon it's above ground there is a pool uh, it's, it's not called we work it's called we sex but yes oh, we, we slap mm-hmm. okay that's yeah. that's the other sketch cool we tickle <laughs> no that was another episode yeah that was uh, another episode <laughs> all right folks we have a really great i know that was so exciting but today's episode is more exciting if that's that possible was like a complete complete non sequitur i would say the guest today is somewhat related to that story all right well if you want to draw that connection i'd be really interested to hear how you do it so 
Uh, hang on, hang on, guys. Hang on, hang on. Uh, I had to cancel the guest today. I, what? I'm sorry. I didn't. I meant to email you ahead of time. Matt, wait. I prepared really? at least twenty questions. I mean, that, that's the number yeah. you should always prepare. No, wait, uh, no, I, you're not I, serious, are you? No, I'm. I'm dead serious because the fans, all twelve oh, of no. them. First of all, have stop demanded. joking. We have twelve because we have a lot of fans. Let's not underplay this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. We yeah. have a lot, and we love them. The fans have demanded uh, a departure from our traditional format. What? They want something new, something fresh. Something oh, fresh. Okay, so you just canceled. Are we going to talk to today's Wait. guest ever? No, I just said, fuck off. Uh, we don't need you. No, I was very polite. I was very polite. Oh, God. Uh, but so- today's show <laughs> is not an interview. Okay. It is a trivia showdown. Between me and Allie? This is my well, worst nightmare, and I haven't had my coffee. <laughs> uh, oh, you better get your coffee. coffee. You better get your coffee. Normally, we Can have we one. For that? <laughs> <laughs> Normally, we have one trivia question per show. You guys talk it out. You figure oh, out an we're answer. Aware. Today is a ten-question trivia showdown, but it, there's a twist. Yeah. Oh, you guys. You guys are going to be playing on a trivia team. You're oh, teaming thank up. God. To answer as many of these questions as possible. Because Allie's okay, better Jen at trivia than I am. Yeah, we're a team. <laughs> By very little, but that's true. Yeah, but we've established it. All right. <laughs> I have a question. Yes, question. We're a team. Who are we competing against? You? Yeah, you're competing against me. Oh, yes. Wait. The trivia no, But, but the you trivia know the giver. answers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, <laughs> I'm not answering the trivia. <laughs> that would be so, funny, though. <laughs> so we're just guessing. Okay, is there... A prize. There is a prize. So oh. let me give you the let me oh. give you the lay of the land here. Okay. What's the oh. prize? Here's how I've structured it. There's ten questions. All of them are multiple choice because you guys are whiny babies about that. And we unionized. I, I thought you were gonna say whiny unionized. bitches, and I was really excited. <laughs> Bunch of whiny yeah, bitches. Yeah, that would have been way better. But also, we unionized. I can never tell with you using that kind of language if that's going to be good or bad. We are are we're president and vice president of our union. JK, we're co-presidents. We're (laughs) co-presidents of the union. We unionized. That's why it's possible. So here's what's at stake. Here's what's at stake. If you get four out of ten correct, which is a, a minority, obviously, you get to keep multiple choice trivia forever for the rest of the show. Oh, you only okay. need four. We can no, get no, four. No, no. Jen, 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 Jen. We unionized. We're getting multiple choice no matter what. You know what I don't like about this is we can't confer privately. Like everything we say to each other, everybody gets to hear right now. <laughs> I want to talk about the union privately. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't 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 unionize in front of the boss. Uh, all right. So that's like first rule of unionizing. <laughs> uh, okay. So four four out of ten multiple choice questions. You get multiple choice forever. I think that's pretty doable. Five. If you get five, if you get fifty percent of the questions right, you get one. Trader Joe's gift card for twenty five dollars. Who what? gets it? You share it. Yeah. Uh, we okay. share it. We're in two However, different cities, man. So we, wait, so we each get. We each get twelve fifty. Jen, I'm coming to yeah. town next week. We're gonna go on a spree. Oh there you go. shit! All right, but we here's can buy. but here's right, the here's the real everyone. deal. Wait, that's twelve fifty per person. This is this is fucktarded. Here here's the here's the real deal okay, though. Yeah. If you get six out of ten, a majority of the questions right, you each get twenty five dollars. 
a piece <gasps> at TJ's, and now you're talking oh, about a shopping oh, spree. This oh is the best God. gift TJ's, ever. TJ's, TJ's. We have to TJ's. get six out of ten, Jen. Well, we you do. You know how I feel about TJ's. I know, do, actually. The, the listeners know I live near a TJ's now, and my life has just changed. They know where you live, Allie. I walk to it and walk back. I mean, it's incredible. <laughs> my heart just leapt into my throat at that final prize. We have to you get it. You gotta swallow that back down. That's not where that belongs. <laughs> not where it belongs. <laughs> <laughs> but that's no a really sorry, good prize, I'm Matt. I'm concerned about your All right. health. All right. All right. I feel, so you're I feel motivated. motivated. I'm motivated. All right. and, and again, you're you know, on a team. So you guys want to confer. You want to talk out your answer. You want mm-hmm, to reason mm-hmm. your answer. You want to, mm-hmm. and, and I need you to come to a consensus on a final answer. It's three multiple choice for each question. And you must lock in your answer before we reveal. Sounds good. Here's the thing. So, I don't use Jen, reason. What? Great. We <laughs> only have to get a D. Oh, okay. And you know how I feel about getting that D? <laughs> <laughs> All right, girl. No, but seriously. Right, I'm a C we plus student. Yale. Not- We're fucking A plus uh, students. We have oh got God. this. I hate myself. I don't even hate you. I hate myself. All right, let's go. Because I just made it. us both sound like pretentious assholes. <laughs> I'm just saying, I wasn't cool in high school, guys. I was not cool, but I, I did get good grades. And she was highly aroused with curly hair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Who's All right, ready, ready for internet trivia? So scared. Blast. I'm so scared. I'm so scared. Drum roll, I'm so scared. bitches. I'm so scared. I'm so scared. Here we go. All of these questions, as usual, are about internet history or technology, obviously, as it's related to the themes of our show. And here we go. Question number one. In 2004, Mark Zuckerberg reportedly met with MySpace to discuss selling Facebook. But MySpace rejected the offer because Zuck was asking for too much money. What was that offer? Wait, that's that happened? Yeah. He tried wow. to sell it to MySpace? There was a meeting, and this was reported in a book uh, by Michael Arrington of TechCrunch. Uh, unclear if, if Zuckerberg was like, I would like to sell, or if it was more like Facebook and MySpace meeting, and then discussions were had, and Zuck threw out a number. I mean... Who knows? No one was there, but this meeting. Oh, and he's like, I'd happened. only sell it for a billion dollars. Exactly, exactly. That's my that's my read into this okay. anyway. So here are your choices. Okay. Uh, what was the dollar amount that Zuck was like? Yeah, you could buy Facebook for mm-hmm. a twenty five million, b seventy five million, or c one hundred and fifty million dollars. Well, I'm there's is there a good way to figure this out? anecdote for the audience we were in college when facebook was created can we say that ali <laughs> am i allowed to say that i um, think so we've you, already let them know we've already let them know so no, yeah but this, it's interesting because we were the second school to get it yeah and i remember we were like providing all of our personal information phone numbers I yeah you put you, you, you put guys, your classes in and you could see who did else you guys was in hop class. on like what was facebook rolled out to yale and you guys were like instantly there or were you kind of did you observe it taking hold and you were like oh what is this thing i observed it for a few months i was on it in 2004 though i think that's the first year i was on it yeah okay. it wasn't a big yeah. deal because we had something called um wasn't it called facebook it was like called it was the same the thing and it was it was yeah. it was an actual no but i'm talking about the actual book right oh the actual oh it was like a yeah a paper bound uh, yeah a book yeah as students at yale you get a book that has everyone's photo and bio in it yeah or everyone does so that's a very that was that. a very common college thing yeah, yeah it was yeah, called so a facebook us, it really was yeah oh. so so i recall just being like oh it's online now like it wasn't a thing 
It wasn't a big deal. You thought it was just a, yeah, it it wasn't a social network. It was more of a a utility from the school or something. Yes, yes. Kind of, that's how it felt. That was your perception. Because because also, the entire roster of, like, Yale classes was programmed in there. So there was a Mm. drop down, and you you input, as part of your profile, what classes you were taking. So it felt very much just like an internal, and I mean, we're going to sound like such assholes, but it was only in Harvard and Yale at the time. So it felt very much just like this Ivy League, um, like internal system and you you know you could see who was in your class so with that in mind like what it was in 2004 we know what it was we were on it it was what would seem teeny tiny at that point all of those responses would be an outlandish amount to ask for that right Right. that's why you're this trivia i'm really concerned about us getting 60 percent because that is not being fair it was just like three really high numbers yes the whole point is that he probably gave them an absurdly high number yeah, but you have one out of three. Even if you guess randomly, you still have one out of three shot. Of being totally correct. Okay. You, 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 you complained about not having multiple choice, and then I give you multiple choice, and you're still complaining? That's what you need to do, Matt. I think... Uh, amen. <laughs> All right. Conversation closed. Can you say <laughs> cool. the numbers again? It was 25, yes, 75, and 150 or something? Correct. Correct. And again, this is in 2004, uh, right as the Facebook was taking hold on probably only a few college campuses. I think it rolled out to a wider network within that time frame. So maybe it was starting to catch the attention of college students countrywide, but it certainly was not as big as MySpace at that time. Okay. Yeah. By now, by now, our listeners have Googled this and they know the suspense is building. I'm going to say 75. What, what do you think? I just like it because it's right smack in between. I have no other reason. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. I need a final answer. I need you to lock it in. That's 75. the fucking answer, Matt. <laughs> and that is exactly how you lock it in. Our fucking answer is B, 75 million. 75 million. You, That's our final answer. You are correct. <gasps> Oh my god, Jen just got so genuinely joyful. It was amazing. Like, what my was that sound? That's how my heart sounds in my throat. I I'm think so it ex- leapt out of your throat. I know. Oh man. All right. We're one step closer right, we to got a TJ one. shopping spree. You're getting one. there. You're oh getting god. there. We only need five more until we both get TJ's gift cards. Okay. As discussed in this book, MySpace uh, looked at this offer and said, nah. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and Facebook went on to become one of the richest companies in the world. So oh, poor MySpace. There you go. All right. Yeah, poor MySpace. <laughs> no, you know what, though? I was talking to someone, I think it was this weekend, who was like, everyone says poor MySpace. Nah, that guy's rich as fuck, traveling the world, doesn't have to testify before Congress. And I was like, yeah, fair. <laughs> I met, well, fair. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, Tom is doing great. The story of MySpace's decline is fairly tragic because it was acquired by News Corp or something. And then they just they just struggled so hard to monetize it and basically, basically just stuffed ads everywhere. And the entire internet was like, nah. And then simultaneously this clean, crisp Facebook came along. And I I remember this too, we're all about the same age. And I remember Facebook being this very pristine, beautiful place and MySpace was becoming a garbage fire. And I feel like a lot of us were drawn to this new thing that was shiny. And that was the end of MySpace uh, within that a couple of years. We're always drawn to the shiny object. Exactly. All right, number two, let's hit it. One down. Question number two, question number two. Nice work, Jennifer. Thank you. Well done. Question number two, we're going back in time to 1995. Oh, that's the year I saw Montel Jordan and Boyz II Men in concert. All right, nice. let's do it. <laughs> that was my first concert. Wow. I, was like, I was like, how do you, that's a weird reference point. Okay, it's your first concert, got yeah, it. First got concert. It. Love it. All right. 
1995, Broadcom, which is a tech company, wanted to demonstrate how powerful their T4 Ethernet technology was. And at an industry conference, they successfully sent data at 100 megabytes uh, per second. That was pretty fast at the time. They sent data at that speed over A, barbed wire, B, 1,000 tin cans laid end to end, or C, a human body. What? What? What the fuck are you saying, Matthew? <laughs> this literally makes no sense. <laughs> the words coming out of your mouth. Okay. Will you they repeat s- that entire thing? I, mean, I think yes. I got it. They sent 100 megabytes of data. T4 internet, 100 megabytes of data through either barbed wire, tin cans, or human body. Right, Matt? Correct. Uh, and it, it, not that it necessarily matters. It's not actually 100 megabytes of data. It's the speed was 100 uh, megabits or megabytes. I'm probably confusing those, but it was 100 s- megabytes per second. Per so second. it was the speed at which they could reliably send data. And they were developing Ethernet technology. So at the time, uh, they were developing faster and more reliable Ethernet connections. And in order to prove at this sort of trade conference, they were like, our Ethernet connections are so good and so reliable we don't even need uh wires or cables we can send data across this crazy thing because our our technology is so good uh how do you send it across a human body that doesn't even make sense to me the human body conducts electricity incredibly well matt how many to send information from where to your head to your toes like i don't get it i don't know you'll have to reason that out how many tin cans i'm not on trial here are we on trial? Is this a Kafka novel? What's happening? Are we? How many tin cans? One thousand tin cans laid end to end. So I guess you know, putting them on their side and like connecting them, you know, metal touching metal. Okay. I mean, that's I feel kind weird. of adorable because it makes it's adorable. Me, it's like where you put a string in the can and you can talk across your farmhouses, you know. Right. Yeah, I like the reference to this old school idea of con- communicating with people. I'm only skeptical because it's it's B, and we just chose answer B for the last one. But maybe that doesn't matter. Um, barbed wire, I would kind of like to rule out. That just sounds dangerous. Really? But it sounds most like a wire. <laughs> it is a wire. Um, but did you say how much barbed wire, Matt? Um, no, I do not specify here. All right, let's get rid of barbed wire. I feel like he would have specified. Okay. How many <laughs> tin cans? A thousand. A one thousand tin cans laid end to end. How many or, human bodies? <laughs> one human body, right? A, si- a single human body, yes. Okay, it's either B or C. I'm, that's what I'm going to say. Uh, I mean, if it's a stunt, the human thing is more stunt-tacular. But I <laughs> also just don't understand how that's a thing. I think it's too weird. People would have been freaked out by that, maybe. Uh, All right, so I the answer's w- tin cans. <laughs> that's what I'm going to say. Oh, God. All right, we're going, we're going with tin cans. All right, it's our fucking answer. The correct answer is a barbed wire. Motherfucker! <laughs> I'm really loving how invested you are, guys. Because uh, a part really of my idea. brain was like, it's got to be barbed wire because that's the closest thing to wire. Oh, goddamn. And I ruled it uh, out right away. I'm sorry. I'm really the, glad we didn't the... go with human body, though. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> We're only partial idiots. I need to look up. I just threw that in there for funsies, but I need to look up like... You can conduct electricity with a human body, so I wonder if you could you could send data signals, like if you send pulses of electricity, that you could recreate those as data. Uh, I think it's probably been done, and 
you know, the brain sends data t- across your body all, all day long. That's a great idea. Jen, we can't <laughs> afford to get many more wrong. <laughs> I know. You're, 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 you're tracking at 50%. You're only at two questions. And yeah. uh, no, you guys are doing great. Don't, don't get discouraged. The interesting reason behind Broadcom's stunt at this trade show was that they were trying to sell the T4 internet connection. Speaking of college, when T4 came around, it was like, oh, our college has T4. That's the super fast internet. And if you plugged into the wall, then you could really... And it was only available on college campuses because really it was like what? this you massive really infrastructure. What? You could really you could get really like surf porn, and porn really, and really fast. Yeah. You could really pretend um, to be a young girl when you're an old man. <laughs> yes. But the, uh, the goal here for Broadcom was to say, look, the entire infrastructure of the country is built on shitty wires, which sucks, but you don't have to upgrade your wires. You can just get our, our Ethernet connectors and we can still send data across these shitty wires. And to prove it, they used barbed wire, which is just the shittiest thing you could find. And they were sending a message that said, uh, buy our parts at the end. You could, you could go to the end of the barbed wire and it would say, buy our parts. And everyone was like, oh my God, this works. And that was the stunt. Wow. All right. Well, we failed. Um, I'm over here lashing myself with barbed I know, Ellie. You're very quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Question number three. How many employees worked at Instagram when it was acquired by Facebook in 2012 for $1 billion? I don't think it was many. Here are your choices. A, eight employees. B, 13 employees. Or C, 19 employees. These answers, once again, are bullshit. Okay. I was Because it's really relying on us just, like, actually knowing the answer. Because we know it's low, but then you just give us three low numbers. Here's the thing. I want to say it's the lowest, though. Yeah, Jen? Here's the thing. I I thought I knew the answer before Matt gave us a multiple choice. I thought it was 12. I knew someone years ago who knew the founder of Instagram, and I'm pretty sure he said it was like around 12 employees when it was acquired. So... Wait, what were the numbers again? What were the options? 8, 13, and 19. Well, 13 would work then because it'd be 12 employees and the founder, right? I guess so. But I feel like I just felt like I knew Tin Can, and I didn't. So... I don't know. I'm. I. I think it's thirteen. It's either eight or thirteen. It's definitely not nineteen. I agree with you that it's eight or thirteen. Okay. I'm tempted to go with eight because it's like so low. But if the number twelve really stuck with you, then let's do thirteen. And I'm not gonna be upset with you. Okay. I take full responsibility for this. We're gonna go with thirteen. Okay. I need you to curse and lock in that that final curse. That's our fucking answer. The correct answer is thirteen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so while Allie was complaining that all the numbers were the same, Jen like dug into her knowledge. I my memory, and f- yeah. And her instincts. Well, I didn't have right any to, to dig into. <laughs> I had an instant instinct. But you know what? But what? I knew to trust her instinct. Thank you for trusting my instinct, Allie. <laughs> that was well done. That Thanks. was that was great. Cool. Oh my god, Jen, we only need four more and we get two trading yes. gift cards. Okay. I don't know that these increase or decrease in, in, in difficulty. I think this is going to be a random smattering. So don't feel like the stakes are going to ramp up. I think some of them you will instinctively have uh, a reasoning for, and some of them are going to be like, oh, oh my God, I have no idea. So Wow, that just, doesn't sound just, suspenseful wait. at all. Just laying, all right, cool. uh, laying it out for you. <laughs> okay. Question four. What year was the first emoticon 
used on the internet. Okay. I was going to complain that it's just a bunch of years, but you need to think back of like when was the internet created and when did it become popular and things of that sort. Ready? I, I feel like it's in the 90s and I, uh, it didn't emoticons start in Japan. I think they did. I just want to throw that out there before we hear the options. I'm okay. going to, you know what, to avoid confusion because you said that, I'm going to clarify that emoticons and emoji are not the same thing. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Wait, then what the fuck is an emoticon? Just like <laughs> using a like semicolon and a parentheses to let you know that I'm winking? Correct. Ah. Well, that's You're... been since the dawn of fucking time. <laughs> so so interestingly, there uh, there have been discussions about like old-timey folks, like maybe Abraham Lincoln putting emoticons into speeches, but for the purpose of this question, uh, we are talking about the internet. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's a real thing. And it's debated by scholars about what he meant. But, like, uh, I believe there was a reference in one of Lincoln's speeches where he, like, made a little smiley face or something. And historians <laughs> are like, the first emoticon in 18, 18, 1850 something. Hilarious. Four score and seven years eight. ago. Winky face. Winky. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But to clarify, that is, not what we're, that is not what we're talking about here. We're talking about the first recorded emoticon used on the internet. Yeah, and remember I feel like the, the internet, second the internet was invented. Perhaps. Remember the internet is not the web. The web is the uh, interface used by everyone, by the commoners, the folks, and the internet is just computers connected to each other, uh, developed in the early days, going back to the 1960s, uh, where computer science scientists were talking to each other on the internet across college campuses. That'll give you that context. So Thank your you. choices okay. are first emoticon, 1976, 1982, or C, 1990. All right. Well, I feel like we could just dig back all the way to 76 because it seems I obvious. Do too. That you're I do yeah. too. And in fact, if that's not the answer, I'm, I'm declaring Matt incorrect. I thought you were going to say you're disappointed in humanity or something. No, I, I mean, just feel like as soon as people could type across the internet, they would have used a colon or a semicolon, depending on if one eye is closed or not. And, you know, yeah. a D for if you're if it's a wide smile. And because yes. everybody loves that D. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think we should go with 76. That's the that's, fucking answer. That's the fucking answer, Matt. The correct answer is 1982. What? No, I don't believe it. I don't How? believe it. We're, we are right. We are Where right. is this information from? <laughs> How do we know? If you want to do scholarly research yourself and find an older reference to emoticon and then prove me wrong, I am happy to amend the record. Okay. Where is this information from, Matthew? So I think, for starters, I think you're giving, t you're taking emoticons for granted of like, of course, anyone would just use it. And I think um, the idea of creating a picture with, with uh, ASCII text is kind of, I don't want to say revolutionary, but like it was mostly people just typing scientific information to each other. And so the idea of like expressing a face using like keyboard uh, typewriter keys or something. I'm going to say that the answer is 1982 because I just Googled it. But Matt, I phrased the question poorly. That's what I'm saying. What do you think, Jennifer? Well... I still don't because I'm thinking like when it. people used a semicolon and a parenthesis to no, show emotion. No, no, no. What? 
semicolon yes. parentheses are characters that I, when the question was when was the first emoticon used and and used in the context of hey guys this is a face that is smiling at you it is not just oh, uh, a colon no, number one close your fucking browser <laughs> stop googling right no, now no, no to be honest i did i know i did no, i'm not a cheater i googled after when you said you can fact check me i'm not googling during but i can't i believe you but but close the fucking browser. <laughs> okay. Well, I can't. Well, it's open to to record. <laughs> but here, <laughs> but here's no, but I'm why not, I'm not cheating. Here's why this is cited as the first use because it was formally proposed by a user of the internet, and there were not very many users of the internet in '82. Again, it's mostly scientists and computer scientists on college campuses talking about science stuff and also buying weed from each other, which we talked about in a previous episode. But yes. uh, this is a record on a an internet forum. Again, it's pre-web. The web was not formalized until a bit later than this. And someone named Scott E. Falman, I, I don't know exactly who that is, but he he specifically says, and I quote on this archive of this forum, uh, this is in September of 1982, he says, I propose the following character sequence for joke markers, meaning he's saying when we're saying something funny on the internet, which is often confused or misunderstood when we're typing, we should use this sequence of characters. And he, and he, he does colon, dash, uh, close parentheses, which is the eyes and also the nose, which, you know, it was only sometimes used. We don't often, often use the dash. And then he says, he, ex he explains it. He explains it to whoever he's writing this message to. He says, read it sideways. Mm. To explain that, like, nobody's using this. Nobody is using this uh, sequence of characters. So here's how we should use it. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> According to internet researchers, this was... The, the earliest they could find of an actual um, intended use of, a, of an emoticon. All right, all, all right. right. All right, all right, Next You're question. You're really sending us on an emotional roller coaster today. All right. <laughs> an emoticon roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. Question five. Speaking of emoticons and then perhaps their evolution to emoji, which as we discussed are not the same thing. In 2015, SwiftKey, which are the makers of an extremely popular smartphone keyboard app. If you don't like the keyboard on your phone, you can download a custom keyboard and SwiftKey makes a lot of them. They analyzed one billion pieces of data to learn which emoji are the most popular. So they're sort of aggregating how many of users are using emoji and where they're using them and why they use them. And according to their analysis, again, this is from 2015, which country uses the poop emoji more than any other. All right, multiple choice. A, the United States of America. Okay. B, Turkey. Or C, Canada. What? <laughs> I had a Turkish friend in college who loved to tell poop stories. That's my only point of reference. <laughs> I'm feeling like it's Turkey. Or United States because we're disgusting. I really... <laughs> the only reason Canada would do it is maybe because they don't normally talk about poop in like normal civil conversations. So like they would do it under the radar, but... Um, They're too polite. Yeah, not to like stereotype them, but you know. Um, I'm, I'm feeling like it's maybe Turkey. Turkey. Let's do it. Let's do it. That's the fucking answer. That's the fucking answer, Matt Turkey. 
correct answer is C, Canada. What? How can that be? <laughs> I'm so upset right now. People can't so see my face, but I'm we're really officially upset. behind. Ugh. You got? You don't give up. All right. You got a lot. You got a few more questions here. How many have we lost already? So to recap, uh, you have gotten two right and three wrong. Yes. So we have to get all of the rest right in order to get our gift cards. To get the big, to get the big prize, you know, you got tiers of prizes. You, As, no one goes away empty-handed unless you really fuck up. I want to flip this table because it'd be really funny for me for one second, but it would be a disaster <laughs> overall. Worth it. As a reminder to the listeners, if we get four out of ten correct, we get to keep multiple choice of something we do in trivia moving forward. I think that is no, 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 no. That's not even. That's not even. I know it's not the real prize. Table. That's not the table because we've unionized and we're getting multiple choice. Yeah. Would you like to know some other interesting tidbits about emoji here? Please, sir. The French love to use the heart emoji. They use it more than other countries for some oh, reason. Of course they do. That see that that fits with the stereotype. Mm-hmm. Romance, the city city of love, blue. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Arabic speakers use flowers and plants four times more than the average emoji wow, user for some reason. And Australians uh, tend to use a lot of indulgence themed emojis like alcohol, beer, drugs, and junk food. That uh-huh. also goes with the stereotype. <laughs> Americans, interestingly, are are really random. Uh, chicken legs, eggplant. We all know what the eggplant is all about. Uh-huh. Uh, skulls, and I found this interesting. They there tends to be a lot of usage of feminine emojis, quote unquote feminine, like lipstick and pink. Oh, okay. <laughs> lipstick and pi- lipstick and pink bows uh, seem hmm. to be very popular in the U.S. for some reason. Which and Canada loves poop. Exactly. Wow. I'm disgusted by us. We are on question six. So much pressure. All right. Question six. I'm tired. (laughs) Get that brain working. I don't want to do this anymore. Oh, come on. (laughs) Okay, let's hear it. What's the next question? What is the name of Snapchat's adorable ghost mascot? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It has a name? Who knew? It has a name. Then uh, your choices are... We're a, too old to know its name. <laughs> you have to be 12 to 16. I don't know that this is implicitly uh, known in the app. I don't think the average person knows it, but it is. Uh, Snapchat made it clear that the mascot has a name. So is the name A, Ghostface Chilla, B, Snappington, or C, Myrtle? What the fuck All is Myrtle? All of those are hilarious and amazing. Well, I'm gonna say it's Ghostface Chilla. That's what that was my instinct immediately. Myrtle just makes no sense to me, <laughs> which is why that's Unless hilarious. Unless it's like a, a turtle, like Myrtle the safety turtle. That was all right, anyway. That was something. Oh, what from, is that from? from and then youth. what was the other one? Go- Ghost. I think it was from what all that. Uh, oh yeah. Snappington. Snappington. Oh, that's really cute. That's really. Snappington's cute. adorbs, but. Yeah, I feel like it's Ghostface Chili because that's a cool name. Is that our fucking answer? Well, also, the other reason why I think that might be Ghostface Chilla is because otherwise Matt made up Ghostface Chilla. I know. I was also thinking that. I was like, <laughs> see, you got, you got to, uh, you got to think along those lines. That's, that's the right strategy. Right. Snappington's adorable, though. All right, I think it's Ghostface Chilla. Me too. That's our fucking answer. The correct answer is Ghostface Chilla. Yes. 
Yes. Oh yes. my god. See, my thinking was Snappington is really cute. Matt didn't make up Ghostface Chilla. Like, I couldn't imagine it being Snappington, and Matt's like, the other option's gotta be Ghostface Chilla. Also, Ghostface Chilla would make sense for why they don't actually have it publicized anywhere. However, That's true. Matthew, <laughs> you should write them a letter because they should change it to Snappington. I Snapping totally agree. Yeah. Nice yeah. reasoning, Allie. All right, three and three. We're really, we're gonna get it's that. It's a good get strategy. Part. Okay. Um, I often tell my daughter that her 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 given name, her actual real name, is Tushington. Oh, and she believes me sometimes. <laughs> wow, kids that are dumb. is like they don't know. so cheesy. Tushington. Tushington. <laughs> Did you guys know my um my legal birth name on my birth certificate is Baby A? Really? <laughs> and your brother's yeah, Baby mom, B? <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> is that a twin thing where they don't have a name yet, so they just put it on? I don't know if it's a twin thing, but we didn't have names yet. <laughs> wow. Baby A. I like it. The Were only you thing, born first? I was born first. I'm Baby A. And my brother's birth certificate says Baby B. And so the, do they go back and change that? How does that work with, birth, with legal they, records? Well, no, my name is legally Baby A. But like, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just I'm kidding. They had to go curious. change it. They had to go change it. They have to like go somewhere and, and actually change it, right? Yeah, but like my name was Baby A because I hadn't because sounds... I hadn't fucking decided. Yeah, that hadn't made a fucking answer. That's sounds... that, that's insane to me that you you're about to give birth to a human life and you're like ah, I don't know what the name could be. We'll just wait and see what it looks like. And I'm like, are you fucking crazy? <laughs> no, the only you're just gonna thing, wait and see. The only I, re- thing I have I to go say back. on their behalf is that I yeah. was a full two months early in the '80s. Fair, fair enough. So they weren't ready. <laughs> they probably yet. didn't want to name me because they might jinx it. We don't I know go... if she's gonna live. <laughs> I go by intuition. I'd wait till you were born. Also, baby A sounds like a prohibition era, like speakeasy girl. <laughs> baby, baby, baby. They call me baby A. I'm going to call you that. You can call you me should. Blueberry Jam. Allison, you should totally call me baby A. <laughs> can a you little, introduce a yourself? Shout out to my parents. Baby A, yeah. that's my For name. For the rest of the, sh- of the show, it's like, hey, I'm Jen. I'm baby A. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how cute. Um, you know, well, now now we're letting kids choose their gender. My parents let us choose our names. I didn't get my name till I was eight. <laughs> <laughs> the best line in all of comedy, in my opinion, is from 30 Rock. I think it was Alan Alda, who was like playing like a weird parent, like a weird uh, family member or something. And he's like, in my family, we let our kids choose their own names. And my son, Spider-Man, is doing just fine. <laughs> That, that line, line is really so cheesy and not funny, but if you deliver it dead seriously and quickly, <laughs> well, of it's course amazing. that's how it that's, that's how it, uh, how it rolled. Yeah. All right. This is question seven. You guys are tracking at fifty percent. Three right, three wrong. So you're I do want to well. point out just that in general, overall, in our trivia times, we We're crushing do it. way better with multiple choice. Yeah, we do. We do. No surprise there. Yeah. Go on. Question seven. Here's a little uh, dollar context for this question. I'm going to set you guys up. Comcast bought DreamWorks Animation, which has a number of hugely successful films. They bought them in 2016 for $3.8 billion. Makes sense. Huge production studio. Disney bought Star Wars, probably the biggest and most venerable film franchise and licensing powerhouse ever created for four billion dollars this was back in 2012 oh okay 2012 all right how much did activision which is a a game developer of course pay for king games the makers of candy crush in 2015 ready for your answers yes 
Wait, so 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 Disney bought um, Lucas bought the Star Wars franchise franchise for four billion. Four billion, correct? Okay. Comcast bought DreamWorks for three point eight billion. Okay. So I think what we're getting at is it's higher. Activision and now bought. That's just gonna give us a bunch of random high numbers. Correct. <laughs> Activision bought fucking Candy Crush for a five point nine billion, B seven point seven billion. Or C, $10.1 billion. Here's why these answers aren't fair. They're just numbers. Like the other one, we could have a strategy. We can't even have a a strategy on these where it's just high numbers. The only strategy in my mind is that it was 2012, 2016. We went from 4 billion. Hold up. Oh, no. There is no strategy. It was 4 billion to (laughs) 3.8 billion. There's no strategy. There's no strategy here. You're right. Yeah, you, like when you give us when the answers are like ghost face chilla when there's like when there's a lot of or even we got it wrong but Turkey Canada we have some things to work off of this is like we all know it's a high a shockingly high number we know it's high yeah all I hear is complaining I don't hear any answering oh there's a lot of complaining going down a lot of complaining and the, I think I, the fans I, look, are gonna be with us uh, complaining that trivia is hard is like saying the sky's blue I don't know. There's, really, yeah. Matt? Really? That's what you're going with? Is that your yeah. fucking answer? <laughs> <laughs> the strategy here is how insane is the tech bubble? Is it a little bit crazy insane or is it fucking bonkers insane? And you got to kind of guess from there. Okay, what are the numbers again? A, 5.9 billion. B, 7.7 billion. Or C, 10.1 billion. And they bought the entire developer, so King Games probably makes a lot of shitty games, but the Candy Crush is the big whale that they bought uh, this company Jan, for. Jan, I'm feeling 5.9. Okay. I, I don't would... know why. I'm just thinking it's actually, like, the lowest of the numbers. Like, maybe it's assumed that we're going to go with the highest of the numbers. Yeah, I would like to trust but your it's gut still, on this. But it's still a billion and change higher than the... Star Wars purchase. I agree. I, I think it must be outlandish, which makes me want to say 10.1, but all these numbers are outlandish. So They're all outlandish. I don't fucking know. Let's... I feel I like if you have... I think it's just like shot in the dark. Shot in the dark. Shot, shot in the dark. You had a gut feeling that it's probably on the lower end. 5.1. Yeah, but, I, but we're about to get this wrong, and then we don't get two Trader Joe's gift cards. So I don't want to be held responsible. Ugh, I want I already... you to be with me. Okay. Or not. If you're not with me, we change it. Oh man, I just have no reference point for this at all. I, even I though know, Matt gave it's us a context. horrible question. Alright. Um Ah, I wish the listeners could help us figure this out in the moment. <gasps> phone a friend, phone a friend, phone I know. a friend. Phone a fucking friend. Um that friend's name is Google. <laughs> the Googs. Close I need that to tab. ask. Close no, it. no tap. I need to I'm ask Siri. My, I'm phoning Siri. <laughs> Siri is my friend. That would actually be a wonderful way to play because Siri fucking sucks. And it's like, can Siri actually answer any of these questions? And she probably All right, should we find fail. out? Should we find out? She'd fail you. Should we find out? Uh, can we phone a friend? Can we phone Siri? No. No. Oh. Of course not. Why but not? it would be fun to like lock in your answer and then ask Siri and see if she sucks. <laughs> well... Let's go with a 5.9 billion. That's our fucking answer. I need confirmation from the second party. Yeah, it's 5.9. The correct answer is 5.9 billion. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking love Jen's reaction. I know. 
<laughs> I've never seen her so excited in my whole life. <laughs> oh, okay. man. Nice job, Allison. Candy Crush is worth Thank more than you. Star Wars. Suck on that. Yeah. <laughs> not in my heart. It's not. Not in nope. my heart. No. Nope. Yeah. Just to recap, you guys are trending ahead. You've got one, two, three, four questions right and yes. only three questions wrong. We are winning. So you're on the plus side. Okay. Cool. Shh. Question eight. This one's pretty straightforward. What is the best-selling video game of all time? Oh my God, I'm gonna feel like an idiot if we don't get this. Okay. I'm not gonna feel like an idiot, but you and I know nothing about video games. That's true. But this one, you're gonna you're gonna talk this one out. All right. Here are your here are your choices. Okay. A Super Mario Brothers. That is to clarify the original Super Mario Brothers from Nintendo, the original Nintendo system. Uh, we're not talking about the franchise, just that singular game. B, Minecraft, or C, Tetris. Oh my God, this is really hard. Ugh. Okay. I feel like there were not- I just wanna sit this one out. <laughs> I know. We can, fi we can figure this out. Okay, I Mario Brothers is obviously super popular, super classic. Tetris, however, is interesting because no skills, everyone, like anyone can play that. You don't have to be remotely into gaming. I feel like everyone on earth has played Tetris, but I also feel like maybe it's it was, it was thrown in there to throw us off. I know. I think we're living in an age now. Everybody has computers. We're all on the internet. And I think everyone is playing... I think so many people are playing Minecraft. Like that is such yeah. a hugely popular game. There's a game. YouTuber, one of like the biggest YouTubers out there. All he does is like play Minecraft and people watch him or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Versus when we were kids, you had to like buy the Nintendo console. I just feel like more people must be engaging in Minecraft now than they were engaging in Super Mario back in the day, even though it was so popular at the yeah. time. Yeah. All right. That's the fucking answer. The fucking answer is Minecraft. This may not change your answer. Uh, don't this. What I'm about to say has nothing to do with the answer you've chosen. I just want to be explicitly clear about what the context of the question is, okay. just in case it informs you. I want to be 100% accurate here. I am framing this question about units sold, meaning um, the number of paid games acquired across all platforms, cartridges, downloads, uh, whatever system, it's the number of times a person spent money on a video game. That is different from the uh, total like gross sales of like a dollar amount. We're talking about individual units of the game purchased for money. And that also doesn't necessarily correlate to like the most played game or the most owned game because obviously lots of games can be free and that those are not paid. Uh, and I can I can explain how there's a little snafu there unrelated to our question. But again, just to clarify, number of units sold with money, not total dollar amount in case that informs your answer. That makes sense because things cost more now than they would in like the early 90s, right? So yes and no, yeah. actually, games. It's interesting. Major, uh, major publisher games have, like, first marquee systems like Nintendo have always been like fifty dollars, and they continue to be around that price point, which I find interesting. Hmm. Uh, but now, of course, we have mobile and all different platforms, so uh, it's evolving, but um, weirdly staying the same sometimes. Okay, and for Mario, though, we're talking about, like you said, just the original, just that one game. 
Yes. Yeah. So uh, the, the um, and for the purpose of this question, it's across all platforms. Meaning, if we're talking about Super Mario Brothers, it is Super Mario Brothers. The number of people who bought that cartridge, but also if Super Mario Brothers was released as it was on uh, the Wii which as a virtual console title, people could also buy that game as a virtual thing for like five bucks, three bucks, that still counts as a sale. So it's the original Mario in any form it has taken, Minecraft across every platform, it's literally on every platform, and Tetris has had a long and storied history across many platforms. So it's every time a human person spent money on a game on any device, anywhere in the world, which one takes the prize? Wow. Ali, have you ever spent money on any of these games? Nope. Okay, I did on Mario, but uh, I don't... Yeah, I don't remember purchasing Tetris. I just remember playing it on other people's, like, little Game Boys. And also, so the number of sales. I don't even know enough about these games. Like, Minecraft, like, isn't... Is that just on the internet? Like, I don't even know. Don't think about it of, like, the number of cartridges in the world. Think about how many people bought this game. Yeah. I mean, Mario is definitely the classic, but that seems almost too obvious as the answer. And it definitely went away for a while. Like, I mean, you could still play it if you had an old system, but there was no way to play it for a long time, I think, until more recently. um, I don't know. I feel like we should stick with our answer, although why the fuck did Matt chime in and give us all that other information? I know. I I think he was trying to throw us off track. As I said, it's unrelated to your answer. I was just, I had a brain fart here of like, oh God, is this gross sales or is this units sold? And I had to double check. So I wanted to clarify it as units sold. This is not the game that necessarily made the most money. It is the game that sold the most copies. Do you do you even buy copies of Minecraft? Does anyone know? I need to. No, no, you own friends. you own a digital copy. Yeah, when I say copy, I don't mean uh, physical. I mean any form. So obviously, Super Mario Brothers had physical copies, and now you can buy a digital copy. Minecraft yeah. never had physical copies, but we're still talking about a, a, a unit sold. Unit uh-huh, is the best uh-huh. is a better way to say it. Ali, I want to stick with Minecraft. All right, let's do it. That's the fucking answer. Fucking answer, Minecraft. The correct answer is Tetris. How? No, No, because it's what I was saying initially, right? Like every, there's like no barrier to Tetris. There's no barrier, like any age, like grandpa, anyone can play Tetris. Right. That's exactly right. And in combination with Tetris has literally been on every platform imaginable. As you mentioned, Game Boy was the big one, but Nintendo and across many multiple, uh, excuse me, many mobile devices, you can get Tetris in any app store uh, and PC, of course. I think uh, I'm going to go it's home. It's just a monster. <laughs> I think I'm going to go home. She's leaving. We still have a chance. We're at four. We have two questions left. We could get six and get that TJ's, those sweet TJ's gift cards. Yes, if you, if you get two right, you get the grand prize. If you get one right, you get a <laughs> decent prize. And if you blow it, you still get to get, get multiple, multiple choice. choice. We've already won. All right. You've already won. There's no way. We're absolutely keeping multiple choice because we unionized. (laughs) I have not seen that paperwork. Uh, The actual list of uh, best selling video games of all time, again, by units sold, is Tetris, is number one. Minecraft is number two. Grand Theft Auto V is number three, which is really fascinating to me because it's it's one of those massive AAA games uh, that costs a lot of money and it was huge. You have to be a certain kind of player to play it, so that always surprises me. But then there's tons of games on this list that are on the Wii, uh, including Wii Sports, which was sold with the Wii, and it 
every time I look at this list, it reminds me, holy shit, the Wii was so fucking popular. There's like 15 games on this best-selling list that are all Wii games, and it's like, oh my god, Nintendo killed it mm-hmm. uh, in the early 2000s, and I don't, I never remember that. That right. brings, After, brings us right back to the beginning of our episode. The Wii work and Wii sex, those Wiis. There you go. <laughs> We're into the Wiis. That's you know correct. what? I think I think Matt wants us to win. I think I'm rooting for you. I think and because Jen's squeals of glee will be too good. <laughs> <laughs> if we win the whole thing? Oh, my God, guys. Yeah. Here, here, here's what I'm thinking. I don't care if you win or lose. I just want the drama. Uh-huh. Well, this I'm episode get, is highly dramatic. Out. I'm feeling checked out. <laughs> you got to come back. Right. Come on. Come on. Next right. question. On. Next question. If, Let's go. If you pull this out in the end, it could be the greatest drama of all time. Yeah, get your head in the game, baby. Eh? <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Next question. Question nine. Question nine. You have to call it baby. You're going to love this, guys. Question nine. What band was the first major label artist to release a single directly onto Napster before it was available in stores in 2001? Okay. This was sacrilegious at the time. Napster was the enemy of the record industry. Exactly. How dare a band put their valuable single onto a peer-to-peer network first before it gets into stores on the radio. This was revolutionary. Yeah. Which band was it? 2001. Was it A, Coldplay? <laughs> was it B, Dave Matthews Band? Or was it C, U2? I'm just gonna hope that Jen knows. Okay, it's not DMB because Dave Matthews Band. I don't think. Thank you for explaining what DMB was. <laughs> <laughs> because I think they're they're amazing musicians, but I don't view them as having taken a lot of like they don't take they, they haven't been too involved with technology unless I don't know a ton about them. But I view them as more traditional like jam touring band sort of thing. Coldplay, maybe. They were highly popular at the time. U2, potentially yes, because they had this crazy stunt a few years ago where they put their albums like directly into people's i uh, your iTunes library. When you hadn't even purchased it, they just put it in there and people were really mad. So it's possible they did a stunt like this on Napster back in the day and they're a much older band. But I kind of think maybe U2 only did this one stunt more recently and it was Coldplay. I think Coldplay did it in 2001. That's my fucking answer. <laughs> I'm just going to support you in this. Oh, God, Allie, I hope I'm right. No, but you know what? Thank God you had a fucking opinion because I have none on this. Like, literally, I have All nothing right. to say about this. So you had some reasons. And okay. I support you. All right, Matt, I'm praying. <laughs> I'm praying. Your answer is locked in. Locked in. I need to hear it from both parties, please. I need cursing from both sides. That's fucking answer. That's the fucking answer. The correct answer is... Dave Matthews. No! No! (laughs) (laughs) It's so good either way for Jen. The the joy and the hate is good. Yeah, I've just become very, like, checked out. (laughs) Allie's cold. She's just just ice. I had a good reason. Now, let me tell you. (laughs) Now you had a lot of reasons. Your reasoning is really good. Is really, really good. But it was the opposite of what you said. (laughs) Yeah. So this is you were like this no is, way it's Dave Matthews cutting that one. <laughs> <laughs> but everything if I if I didn't know the answer I I probably would have been totally in your camp. Okay. Um. What 
is interesting about this, Coldplay has always been kind of tech savvy. U2 definitely has been. But Dave Matthews Band was one of those bands that was so friggin' popular on Napster at the time because people, like you said, they're they're definitely like a jam band like Fish. You know, they had their hits, but then they also were all about the live show. And so people would record their concerts and then upload them to Napster and people would like collect all the recordings and the set lists. And that was a big culture for Fish and a big culture for Dave Matthews Band. And I recall as being a big fan of DMB uh, that they said publicly, look, we make our money from touring. So we're staying out of the whole like record label Napster fight. They, they kind of were like, ah, whatever. We're making a great living, whatever. If people love our music, uh, great. And so in 2001, when they released, it was a single uh, called I Did It, which was a hit from their uh, later album, Every Day. And they, it's called I, I did guess, it. convinced... What's that? <laughs> and then Britney did it again. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, they, I guess, convinced their label to um, do this form of marketing, where it's like all their fans were on Napster anyway. They gave the song to the fans first in anticipation of the actual album releasing, and it was it was huge. It was a it was a historical move for the record industry. That's a really cool reason, and more power to them for doing that. Um, yeah, that's really interesting. I'm really disappointed though. I think I had good reasons. I had good. You did. Yeah. It just I didn't have that information. All right. God damn it. I'm sorry, Allie. You know what? Sorry, baby. You put forth a valiant effort, and I didn't. So. <laughs> okay. You get an A for effort. Thank you, you baby. You get a baby A for effort. <laughs> we still have one more chance to get a joint TJ's gift card, though. I will say that. All right. We are on to the final question. And just to recap, you have four correct, which means you keep multiple choice no matter what. Uh, that wasn't on the table. You have five wrong, which oh, means you have to get this right. <laughs> to get the $25 shared gift card to, to Trader Joe's. To Trader Joe's, okay. If you get this, you go on a small shopping sh- spree to Trader a sh- Joe's. A if shopping spree? If you miss this, Sorry. a shopping spree. <laughs> cool. <laughs> if you miss this, then, you know, then, then we, we had a good time. We had a good time. Um, if our listeners don't know this, although I assume if you've listened this far, you must know, we love Trader Joe's. I just want to make it clear that a lot is on the line. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. All right, uh, Allie, I need your head in the game. Like, I need you to sit up straight, <laughs> sip some tea. You can't see me. This is you, you don't, don't know. know me. <laughs> you don't know. I could be sitting up straight right now. I could I be reclining. You You're slumped over. <laughs> Got that slumpy slumped voice. over with the with the weight of of quasi defeat. <laughs> I want to go Question ten. Home. This is. This is for all the marbles, some of the marbles. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. This is a good one. I wish we could go back in time with Tetris. Know, me too. Me too. <laughs> Maybe 10. I should have listened to music in the 90s that weren't musicals. <laughs> <laughs> She's regretting all of her life choices now. <laughs> <laughs> should have been playing a Game Boy, listening to DMB. But instead, oh, Hello Dolly all the way down. Oh, God. Why? Why, hello, You are high-kicking high kicking to hello, Dolly. <laughs> Damn it. Question okay. 10. Why did Vanna White sue Samsung in 1993? God, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea about any of these. You didn't choose anything where we might know. <laughs> it's the, literally the definition of trivia. That's true. <laughs> 
Is it? Give us give us that hot multiple choice, Matt. <laughs> I don't think that's how it's defined. <laughs> Question 10. Allie, what is your middle name? <laughs> questions no, are so like, easy. If it was something like more recent or that you know that we're interested in. <laughs> Ten questions Instead, that you probably know the answers it's to. It's like Go. Vanna White and Game Boy, and I'm like, fuck me, I don't know. You have a one in three. You have a. You could just say a letter A, B, or C, and you have a one in three shot of being right. Come on. You could answer right now. Come on. A Why? for baby A. <laughs> baby A. Why did Vanna White, uh, star of uh, Wheel of Fortune, sue Samsung in 1993? A, because they used her face on billboards in Korea. B, they used her voice as a blueprint to create a synthetic female voice in their computer products. Or C, they made a commercial showing a robot turning over letters on a game show. Can you sue somebody <laughs> for the robot thing? That's weird. Um, like, does she Did the have... robot look like her? Uh, I cannot, cannot say. I don't think I you can like. I don't think you can like copyright the act of turning over letters. So right, it would only be about her. Unless likeness. the robot looked like her. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm gonna say it's the voice because the billboard would be really dumb of Samsung because you you can't do that. <laughs> but like you but. have to pay someone if you use their likeness. Whereas like the technology aspects, there were maybe maybe loopholes that they were hoping to count on. That is some great reasoning, but we don't ever hear Vanna White's voice on Wheel of Fortune. She's the silent, like you're right. You know, she's, she's silent. I have actually have no idea what she sounds like, so I don't even know that people would know. It doesn't mean it didn't happen. Wow, but, that is some anti-feminist Little Mermaid shit. She doesn't speak. <laughs> but that would speak. also that would also maybe be even more why they thought that they could like use her voice because it. it's not yeah. I don't know. The the billboards in Korea thing seems too straightforward. Like, obviously, you're not allowed to use her without paying her for that. Yeah, that seems a little too obvious. I agree. And then the robot thing, unless the robot looked like her. I mean, I don't think she, like, has a fucking patent on, like, turning over cubes. Right. And Matt doesn't have the information we need about the robot. He doesn't know. Mm -hmm. So... I just feel like it, I, I'm worried I'm gonna get it wrong, but I just feel like how could it be anything other than the the voice, the voice. likeness? Yeah, I'm very conflicted, so I think we should go with one that you have a hunch about, and I <sighs> will not blame you if it's wrong at all. I'm going with B for my brother, Baby B. All right, this one's for Baby B. Let's do it. That's our fucking it's answer. It's the voice. B. It's the voice. You guys are both in agreement. <sighs> that it's the voice option b mm-hmm. just to remind listeners Fuck. if this is correct <laughs> Stop, just tell us you get trader joe's if it is incorrect you had fun right, that's the no untrue. we didn't <laughs> <laughs> i Ooh, way enjoy interviewing people i don't enjoy <laughs> trivia uh, oh my god the correct answer is C. No! I think. No, we weren't. No, that. We, nope. We didn't have enough information. We're contesting. How is it C? How is it C? How is it C? Is it C? 
1993, Vanna White sued Samsung Electronics Corporation over its use of a humorous ad featuring a robot turning letters on a game show, alleging a violation of her, quote, personality rights. And I believe what happened here, it, she did not win the case in a lower court, but in a higher court, she was awarded $403,000 because, and I'm, I'm assuming here based on my sources, that there is only one person in the world who turns over letters on a game show. That is distinctly Vanna White. So even if the robot did not look like her, use her face, use her voice, that notion of a thing or person turning letters is sort of a, they're calling it a personality right. And it is something about that that is legally attributed to her likeness. I find that a little sketchy and weird, but uh, apparently a court upheld that and she won $400,000 from Samsung. What did the robot look like? I don't know. This is a podcast I can't even show you. Because if the robot looked remotely like her, then I get it. No, no, right. I'm saying... Based on what I have here, the robot did not look like her. Like, if they, if they used a, a face of her or something, or, or like blonde hair, then yeah, I get it. But like, the reason the, the case is notable is because this concept of turning letters on a game show is singular to her. And if you're doing a parody, like you're doing a sketch comedy thing, then you can make fun of Vanna White all you want. But if you're creating an advertisement using that concept, that concept, according to the higher court, is some sort of protected intellectual property which i kind of get and i also kind of think is ridiculous but that is what happened well we lost (laughs) that's all i know we lost we didn't win anything this is the worst episode ever um guys if you want to give us a prize if anybody wants to give us a trader joe's gift card (laughs) uh, also we want sponsorship from trader joe's guys trader joe are you listening um, no, we had a fan mail us a present. It was a bottle of maple syrup. And um, I hope someone sends us a Trader Joe's gift card. Tra- yeah. Like, well, maybe his name would be Matthew. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. We'll return to begging for money after this. <laughs> uh, well, this I'm is, disappointed. This is... Wah, wah, wah. Do we, can we get a consolation prize? Yes, yeah, like, come on. Consolation prize. All right. Well, this is I wish so I had something. Lame. I know. I know. Any good game show, if the if the contestant loses, there's always something small or a trip to for two to Bermuda. <laughs> what do you think? A washing machine. Uh, what? All right. A washing <laughs> machine. <laughs> but a wa- you you get a washing machine, but you have to share it. Ah, okay. I'm out. I don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> the purpose of a consolation prize is to console us. So can you just use yes. some words to console us? Jenna, have us a consolation right prize. What's that? We got that D. <laughs> <laughs> we did get that D. No, to be honest, it's not even a D, right? 70% is a C. 60% is a D. <laughs> yeah, e, we got an something F. else. We got an F. Oof. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got, we got uh, an F for fucking. <laughs> I, don't know how, I don't know how grades work at Yale, but. <laughs> we got a fuck. We got. That's Matt, what we got. Matt, I need some encouragement. Can you just say something nice to us about ourselves? Um, <laughs> you guys gave it your all. Yeah. And every single question, aside from the ones that Allie just like gave up on, um, really good 50%. thought process. <laughs> really good reasoning thought process. Like the consolation is this was a great show. It was exciting. It was fun. I had a great time. I know the listeners had a great time. Okay, that is true. That is true. If you guys had fun. It was worth it. All right. Well, <laughs> you can Allie. tweet me at Allie Gold. 
Allie's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. And Jen is, Jen is at Junebugger. J-O-O-N-B-U-G-G-E-R. That's you on the Twitter. You can also call us, and that number is... 347-871-6548. That number again, 347-871-6548. You can email us, 2G1podcast at gmail.com. You can make a contribution to our sad, sad lives at patreon.com slash 2G1P. And the way we found out that our fans wanted a trivia show is in our private Discord chat room. You that cannot you can join. Google. Yeah, you can't Google to find it. You have to listen to the episodes and get the URL from us, which is discord.gg slash 2G1P. We will see you, you there. <laughs> the gig it. <laughs> we'll see you there. We want to hear your show ideas. Uh, there's a place where you can submit them to us there. Uh, we'll pop in to chat with oh, y'all. Oh, yes, please submit your show ideas. We we need more guests. <laughs> if you submit more <laughs> trivia, though, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out a way where uh, fans can submit trivia privately, like in a, in a private corner of the chat that you guys can't see so that it doesn't spoil, but I can get more fun You just got to block us. Answers. Just be like, these girls are um, violating rules <laughs> and they're <laughs> <Banned>. not allowed <laughs> and we just can't get in. Yep. All right. Cool. Done. All right, y'all, we will see you next time. Mm-hmm. We're, we're actually going to talk to a guest next week because if Matt surprises us with more trivia, I, I will revolt. <laughs> there will <laughs> be... Will Matt, talks, Matt talks about how the revolution will come. And oh, it'll it's, it's come. coming next week. All right, guys, see you next time. Bye. Bye. Two Girls, One Podcast is hosted by Jennifer Jamula and Baby A and baked in an artisanal bread machine. I mean, edited by Matt Silverman in New York City. Production assistance is provided by thepodglomerate.com. This show is a production of The Daily Dot, the number one source for in-depth reporting about life on the internet. Support for this program is provided by lots of antidepressants. And also you, the listener. Consider a contribution on Patreon to help keep 2G1P strong. Visit patreon.com slash 2G1P to make a contribution of one or two thousand dollars a month because let's be honest here what else would you spend that money on great news you can listen to new episodes of two girls one podcast one week early what is this sorcery just download the free tune in app and fire up two, two girls, girls one, one podcast to get fresh episodes one week before your loser friends <laughs> your friends are so lame for being one week behind i know right wait What's the catch? There's no catch. Tune in lets you listen to awesome podcasts. Like ours. One week before anywhere else. Absolutely free. Whoa, dude. The next episode of the show is probably already there. Yo, this is some freaky time traveling shit. I'm going to listen to next week's show so I can find out what we're going to say. Technology is weird. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.